airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800 754 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We've got a lot to get into here today, including two excellent television shows last night. AW was great. NXT was great. Got a lot to talk about for both shows, including what really wasn't great, quite frankly, but they got to do something. There's a takeover in three weeks, and NXT is rushing to get matches. Two qualifying matches for title shots coming up on the show next week. But before we get into all of that today, this is an update on the Matt Riddle situation. This is from Daniel Rose, the attorney for Matt Riddle. On July 14, 2020, our client Matthew Riddle only sought a cyber-stalking injunction against Samantha Tavel. The court said it for hearing as they found probable cause for the matter to be heard. It was represented to our client and our firm that Ms. Tavel had moved on with our life and our client would no longer need to continue with the cyber-stalking injunction. Our client then dismissed the cyber-stalking injunction without prejudice, which left all of his legal remedies open and allowed for closure. Today, our client has elected to file a civil suit against Ms. Tavel, for her continued false and defamatory statements that our client sexually assaulted her, no further statements will be made on social media on this matter at this time. That's all I know about it. it was sent today, so that is the update on that situation there. We've got a lot of other news, including the person who spearheaded negotiations between NBC Universal and WWE has left their post at USA and Sci-Fi, leaving NBC Universal after 19 years. Chris McCumber. Will this have an impact on WWE negotiations going forward? Who knows? It's two years away. A lot can change in two years. And, of course, we've got all of the rest of the news as well. We're going to kick everything off after the break. Stick around, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. And now, today's Real Ketones Good Health Tip. 
Beginning your low-carb lifestyle? It's much easier to stick to your goals if you're not constantly fighting temptation. Rid your cupboards of number one, grains. Wheat, grains, pasta, rice, and corn. Number two, sugar, candy, pastries, ice cream, juice, and syrups. Number three, starchy vegetables, including potatoes, sweet potatoes, and parsnips. And now a word from Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots. If you knew there was an energy shot that also helped you lose weight, would you try it? Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots give you sustained energy without the sugar jitters or crash. That's why Keto Energy Shots constantly get five-star reviews. The secret is our patented all-natural ingredient, DBHB. This powerful ingredient revs up your metabolism and turns your body into a fat-burning machine in only minutes. Feel energized while shredding unwanted pounds. Pull into a CVS now and look for Keto energy shots in the weight loss aisle or go to realketones.com texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages message and data rates may apply nine ten honey you have really been making the most of being at home i haven't seen you work out this hard in years i feel great and honestly taking nugenics makes a huge difference for me nugenics that's the testosterone booster that has the tv ads with frank the big herb thomas right yeah this is an amazing product the patented ingredient is testafin which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass nugenics is a great way to boost lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Well, you are looking good and have been quite the tiger lately, too. Nugenics <laughs> is definitely working for you and for me. Yeah, and all I had to do was send them a text to get my complimentary bottle. Text POWER to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Nugenics samples are not available in stores, so text POWER to 42424 right now. Text P-O-W-E-R to 42424. That's POWER to 42424. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. Already being flooded with feedback for AW and NXT last night. And both shows were... Excellent. Jurassic Express, FTR, and a non-title match. Thought that was great. Kazarian Hangman Page. Thought that was great. MGF versus Sean Dean was just a squash, but he cut a great promo. Jericho and Hager versus Private Party was a, a good match. Thunder Rosa, Ivelisse, very good match. At the main event, which was Best Friends versus Proud and Powerful in a parking lot brawl. It's one of those matches where Dave reviews it and says, it's one of the greatest street fights I've ever seen. And at first, you're kind of taken aback by that. But then you start thinking about street fights. 
And when you start thinking back, what was a better street fight than that? Actually, it was one of the best street fights I've ever seen. NXT, Io Shirai, Shotzi, Blackheart, non-title. That was a great match. We had Kushida, Austin Theory, which was a lot of fun. Fashion Police, Imperium, another great match. And the main event of the show, which was Damian Priest, Timothy Thatcher, also an excellent match. So much good wrestling last night. I mean, the only thing on either show that was, like, mind-blowing to me was everything they're doing with Drake Maverick. I mean, he's supposed to be a babyface, and he is the biggest geek. And you can see where the storyline is going. Like, ultimately, he is going to team up with Killian Dane. But, man, the journey to get there, it's like, look at this guy. I'm supposed to feel sympathy for this guy, and I love Drake Maverick. But his character, dear God Almighty. So, lots of great wrestling Lots of great promos. we got a lot of big matches coming up for the next couple of weeks, including a women's battle royal to determine the women's title match at TakeOver in like three weeks. I mean, we're just, boom, rushing to this TakeOver. And then, of course, the men will be doing something very similar to Aztec Warfare. It's a gauntlet match, but it's like Royal Rumble with pinfalls and submissions. The winner of that match is going to get a shot at, at Finn Balor. Mike, what did you think of these shows? You know, I don't know how great any of the matches were, but it that doesn't really matter to me. It was just a good night of wrestling, and I hope like next Like eight week... of them were great, if you must know. <laughs> so, well, hey, you know, everybody can judge it on their scale, but they were just two great TV shows to keep things moving, and I hope both of them are rewarded next week. I know the number, obviously, we're going to be talking about it tomorrow and on Friday when that number gets released. We'll be into battling back and forth, and everybody else will be about the number, but I hope... Come next week, both shows are actually rewarded with increased viewership because they did a good job moving things uh, along uh, on both shows. I wasn't sure what to think when Shotzi challenged Io, but she really kind of held up to her end of the deal, although it's hard not to look good against Io Shirai. She's the best women's wrestler in the world, arguably. If she's not, she's in the top you know, three. Uh, she's just absolutely fantastic, and I thought that came across really well, and I think Shotzi's stock went up. Uh, introducing Tommaso Ciampa back into the mix, and now angling a Kyle O'Reilly, possibly being on the babyface side of the ledger. I see we have the divide that I was kind of hoping for in some ways when it comes to the Undisputed Era, where Adam Cole's got his thing going on. Looks like Kyle O'Reilly's got his. And then, of course, we saw Killian Dane and, and Roderick Strong, or the deal with Killian Dane, Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish and Drake Maverick, which was on both shows by far the weakest thing, as you mentioned. Incredibly stupid, incredibly dumb. Not all that outside the realm for something in pro wrestling. We've had baby faces trying to, to have a, a tag team partner that keeps pushing them away. But, you know, that small thing out of the way, mostly everything else I thought was really well done, including Jungle Boy with FTR. FTR is such a great team. They really, really are. And they're such a welcome change of pace, you know, in AEW with their style and everything. And there was really good action in this match. Lucha Boy, in some ways, I think there's a, a law of diminishing returns with him. But Jungle Boy, that was as close, I think, in some ways as you can get to Ricky Morton. You know, in the, them selling against the Midnight Express and, and the, the, the Andersons and the Koloffs, like that's as close as you can get with what they were doing with jungle boy that's what it felt like last night and 
he's he's awesome and i you know he's just going to continue to get better and fill out they didn't mention that too they made sure to to point out how good jungle boy has gotten and fdr gave him everything you know you talked about it last night with dave a lot of near falls and everything but just great and there were some times in the match where they did some things that were a little bit wonky but you can see where the inspiration came from and you could see what the intention was even though they weren't the smoothest double teams in the world or they weren't the smoothest referee distraction spots you can see where they were rooted in you know 80s style it's just that the the midnight express worked with the fantastics for years before everybody saw them on a national stage same thing with the rock and roll in the midnights but you can see where that kind of you know that that kind of base of the match was set and i I thought that was a hell of a way to start their show so i thought that throwing the money you know i think the down point for AEW, and i know some people loved it i think you know pulling the curtain back literally and having the young bucks throw the money you know after super kicking the referee i thought that was a little cornball with, with tony khan but i mean if that was the worst part of the show uh you know you had a pretty good night and, and both sides did this person here says i've been watching AEW since the beginning i am getting fed up Jurassic Express do nothing but lose week after week. If FTR needed a win over a team, why not use someone else since Jungle or Jurassic Express just lost on the pay-per-view? They have pretty much become mid-card job guys, a victim of WWE-style booking. Last night, I turned Dynamite off in disgust. Listen, okay? If you are going to watch AEW with WWE eyes, then you may as well turn it off in disgust and go watch something else. Because AEW is not booked like WWE. And if you sit there and you see what they've done with Jungle Boy over the last month or so, and you think that they're mid-card job guys, then this is not the promotion for you. They gave Jungle Boy everything before he lost to the team that they continually say is the greatest tag team in the world. They gave Jungle Boy everything before he lost to the AEW World Tag Team Champions. This is not a mid-card job team. What this is, is in AEW canon, one of the better tag teams in the world, but they're not quite at the top. This would be like saying Daniel Cormier sucked because he could never beat John Jones. Every time they fought, he almost did, but he could never beat him. That doesn't mean that Daniel Cormier sucks. Daniel Cormier was one of the greatest of all time. But he faced the guy who probably is the greatest of all time, and he could never beat him. That doesn't mean he sucks. There's going to be booking in AEW that if you watch with WWE eyes, you're going to think that people are buried. This guy can never get a win. This guy is blah, blah, blah. It's not like that. Some people aren't at a certain level yet, but they're working their way up there. And if you look at Jungle Boy now as compared to six months ago, it is very clear that they think the Jungle Boy is going to be a future superstar. But it's not going to be today. It's not going to be at the next pay-per-view. It's six months or a year down the road. And the guy's 22, 23 years old. He's got plenty of time to achieve the level they want him to be at. So you're welcome to not like it, and you're welcome to watch something else, and you probably should. If you think that Lucha Express or Jurassic Express, whatever their actual name is, is a mid-card geek act, then this is not the show for you right now. Some of the AEW fans are the dirt worst in that way. Where well, I don't think he is an AEW fan. That's my point. Like an AEW fan would understand this. I, I don't know about that because sometimes they watch with these eyes and they wonder why their favorites aren't winning. And you know, I've seen it from from Jump Street with them, and it's like 
it's okay. It's still wrestling. Just because somebody loses, goes on a losing streak, doesn't mean that they're buried. There need to be some winners. There need to be some losers. You know, everybody does not get a participation ribbon, you know, that the ribbon is being on TV. You know, sometimes it doesn't all go your way. You know, they show the records last night. So I think the records are sometimes deceptive. I mean, they do a good job in building, you know, and using them for championship matches and when they need to. But it's like sometimes when you see it's like, Jurassic Express, eight and four. Why does that even matter? It really doesn't actually even matter. And it kind of, you know, makes it look worse than it really is. You know what I mean? It's just the stories are what matters. And the story of, you know, Jungle Boy, they've treated Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus great. And just because they don't go out there and win every week, what does that matter? Jungle Boy is still picking up experience just in general. And both of them are still picking up experience on national TV. Look at Luchasaurus's age and for how long he's been in the business compared to some others. And he's unfortunately still playing catch up. All right. If you want to text us here today, because we got a lot of news and a lot of things to go over. But I will go over all of this feedback, or at least as much as I can. 425-780-7566 is the phone number. 425-780-7566. Send emails to brian at wrestlingobserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 426 2301. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him 
It's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So, obviously, Sports Byline Broadcasting, twitch.tv slash F4W video, the mightier 1090 AM across SoCal. During the commercial breaks... Subscribers to twitch.tv slash F4W video get to watch things, including my matches, which I rarely win. I have to listen to the chat say, Ha! Brian's a jobber. Does he ever win? Blah, blah, blah. Listen, you Twitch jabronis. It's not real. A lot of versions. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not real. Everybody has a role to play in the stage play that is professional wrestling. As in life. And... If you're a trash talking bad guy, you're gonna you're gonna get yours, which I did a lot in my career. All right, I think every single match since I came back, actually. Now, point of this is, this actually plays into Jungle Boy. He's got a role in this company right now. Now, what's funny is when I gave that big speech, I actually don't think the person that sent me that email was trolling. I think he's I think he's being serious about how upset he is about Lucha. Uh, whatever their name is, Jurassic Express. <laughs> then a couple of, of these dingbats. Not everyone. I love mo- most of my Twitch homies. I'm talking about the Twitch jabronis. A couple of them were like, but he never wins. Twitch Bro, insults. listen. <laughs> listen. I got his win-loss record right in front of me. Do you now? Do you realize that two weeks ago, the Jurassic Express beat Penta and Phoenix? Two weeks ago. And now I'm hearing that these guys are mid-card jobbers. They never win. Let's look at the teams that they have uh, that they have lost to. Okay, oh, in recent weeks. All right. So they lost to Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. Okay, Wah, they're the AEW man. tag team champions. Wah. They lost to Matt and Nick Jackson. Okay, those Mike, please, you're fall. killing me here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they they lost to Matt and Nick Jackson. Uh-huh. Uh, and then before that, you have to go back to Adam Page and Kenny Omega, who were the AEW Tag Team Champions, okay? And then prior to that, you have to go back to Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. And prior to that, you have to go back to Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson. That's way back in July. They have only lost to the very top tag teams. Now, who have they beaten? Well, let's see. Penta and, and Phoenix. Daniels, Kazarian, and Private Party. Uh, let's see. Pentagon, Phoenix, Butcher, and Blade. Uh, Jericho, Hager, Sammy, and uh, Santana in a 10-person tag. They won that match. So, oh, and MJF and Wardlow they beat back at Fighter Fest. So, don't even tell me they're a mid-card tag team. 
They're actually a very well-booked team. They only lose to the people at the very top. What else have we got here? Explaining pro wrestling to everybody. That's That's what I have to do. Kind of sad, actually. Not really. Not really? Why is that? Because we've gotten this far away from You want to know why, Mike? I'll be serious about this. Really? Because a lot of people watch way too much WWE, which, quite frankly, isn't pro wrestling. It's a weird form of sports entertainment. And if you watch a lot of it, and if it's the only thing that you watch, then you have a skewed vision of pro wrestling anywhere else on this planet. This is a year, but we're a year. No, Bolt, we're a year into AEW now. Okay, so I mean, give me a break. So I mean, you're does everybody have to look at? You're judging everybody looking at WWE. I'm not judging everybody, spectrum? but I'm getting people who have emails that don't understand how AEW's book because they watch WWE and they watch Keith Lee get three weeks and then he's a mid carder and you know he's a mid carder no matter what anyone wants to argue but and then know, they apply also- that to a guy who does a job in AEW. But this is also, these are the same type of people that watch the G1 and go, I can't believe Toro Yano got a win, or why is he in there? It's because he's in there as a day off. He's in there so so he can lose to somebody. He's in there so he can get a surprise victory over somebody. It's like there's, I mean, I... I don't. I, it's sad that it, I guess you do have to explain it. I mean, it's more sad than anything. It's infuriating, frankly, in a lot of ways because it's like it is on you as a fan and as a viewer to actually know what the hell you're talking about. It was like when I was mentioning people that were like in you know Vince Senior's past when we were talking about Jerry Briscoe, and I was going through names. I brought the Grand Wizard, and people freaked out. It's like he's one of the greatest wrestling managers of all time, and I understand that it's you know we're years away from you know where he was, but it's like. I mean, not everything is catered to you in your little realm. You actually have to open up and pay attention and understand what in the hell that you're watching because it's been very clear that this is what AEW has been doing from the start. People get wins. People get losses. You go on a voyage up and down. Yeah, that's pro wrestling. It might be on the person that's watching it to actually know what the hell it is that they're watching. Because with AEW, it's very simple. With WWE, it's a pain in the ass. But with AEW, if you're watching it, then you should probably know what in the hell that you're watching. Or says, one thing AW normally does extremely well is getting me hyped for the next show. Will Hobbs coming out to save Moxley, along with Moxley's intensity during his promo, putting over Hobbs, along with talking to Darby while looking into the camera, made me so excited for next week's six-man tag. Yeah, Big Will Hobbs just signed, and he's already in the mix. You know the story of Big Will Hobbs is? It's like the same story of, like, half the people that are working uh new japan strong on friday nights like i mean we had another one yesterday when rocky romero was was talking about uh fred rosser it's like people stop by the dojo to train and then the next thing you know they're in the mix and big will hobbs decided he was going to go out there and do some jobs and he went out there to do jobs and they thought that he looked great and next thing you know he signed so very exciting are we getting a heel Tommaso Ciampa versus babyface Kyle O'Reilly at the next takeover? We might be. They they certainly they certainly tease that. Next week it's it's uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Jake Atlas and Tommaso attacked Jake Atlas in the parking lot and Kyle O'Reilly made the save by himself. So, it does appear they're doing pretty much exactly what I expected, which is Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole are going babyface and uh, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish are going to be heels. They have not imploded yet. I presume they will. But that would certainly be something different for that next TakeOver show.
This person loved the Jurassic Express FTR match on Dynamite. The Jungle Boy is something else with his babyface hope spots. They gave him countless cradles and near falls. Can somebody go back and count the number of near falls that the Jungle Boy got? Because it was, I swear to God, it was like 24 near falls or something crazy like that that he got in that match before they did the job. Can we give a shout-out to how AEW fast-tracked Will Hobbs on day one? A lot of people excited about Will Hobbs. Although, do you know what I got the most the most emails about last night on both shows? Anyone want to guess? Mike, what was the... What did I get the most emails about for feedback last night on, on either show? <laughs> I, the way you're saying it, it's going to be the Jake Roberts-Taz interview or something like that, but no. I have no idea. It was... It was... Uh, With your listenership, who knows? It was Trent's mother oh, Christ. showing up at the end of the street fight, piling everyone into her minivan... And driving off and flipping everybody off. I got so many emails about that last night. Why? Because people couldn't believe that they got somebody's mother over. Because of how many times in professional wrestling in history we've seen Judy Bagwells and the like. And it's just always horrendous. And somehow they got over Trent's mother and her minivan. It's incredible the amount of feedback I got for that. More than anything else on the show. Mike's about to have a conniption fit over there. I don't know what to tell you. That's what people liked. This person here says, What's going on with NXT? Why has William Regal become such a horrible on-screen general manager? I remember when takeovers used to have solid builds. The gauntlet eliminator sounds so hokey. NXT has barely built anybody in either division, so we're having to throw together gimmick matches to crown number one contenders for a show in three weeks. Dude, I can't help you with that. I can't help you. I don't know why there's a takeover in three weeks. We just really? had a takeover. Is there one, one like thing. every like f- six weeks now? What's going on here? Uh, it, it, is it counter programming something? I have no why. I have no idea why they decided to fling this and now you know two weeks, two weeks of build for it. I just I don't know unless this is just going to be the thing until the pandemic's over or something like that. You just randomly pull shows out because you have an idea and then smack take you know slap tape take over on them although we'll see pat mcafee not being around and them not mentioning him at all and and kyle o'reilly again just we'll see how they treat this thing next week with him getting involved and and nobody else's name from undisputed era being uttered uh at that little you know face-to-face that he had there with uh with tomaso you know seeing Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong with Pat McAfee, again, that might really upset a lot of people. I think that's a great idea because Bobby Fish is a tremendous worker and he would be perfect at the side of somebody like Pat McAfee. And, you know, Roderick Strong, you know, obviously would be the the horse that would carry those matches or carry that situation. But I think that would be a a really fantastic grouping. Another one. Why is NXT constantly doing reactionary booking? Women's Battle Royal, Ridiculous Gauntlet Eliminator, etc., etc. I don't know if this one is reactionary booking. I have no idea why there is a takeover in three weeks. There's no AEW show on Saturday night in three weeks. I mean, maybe if they were doing this because they were going to load up that show that goes head-to-head with the Moxley versus Lance Archer match. But this is not a Wednesday show. It's a Saturday show. Or Sunday. I don't even know what day it is. Anyway, back in a moment with phone calls here on Wrestling Observer Live. 
season, that's a little in the middle. It's sort of the best of two seasons. It's no longer a sweaty summer, but the winter chill is still around the corner. And that's the perfect time to feed and seed your lawn with Scott's Turf Builder. Even better than spring, because the soil is still warm, but the air is getting cool. So your lawn gets the most nutrients in the best combination of temperatures. Feed and seed now with Scott's Turf Builder. And build the best lawn for every season. Scott's, it's good out here. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. For muscle pain, body aches, to strains. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Its unique formula with Emu Oil penetrates deep to relieve arthritis pain, sore muscles, joints, and more. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Find Blue Emu at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and other chains. Or visit blue-emu.com. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast, and you won't stink. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I'm here, everybody. Back to the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You'll never guess who we got on the line right now. Where's Mike? What? Oh, I'm asking you a question, bro. Who do you think we have on the phone right now? I just, you said I'd never guess, so I was never guessing. Well, but try. I'll, I'll go ahead and go with uh, with Ryan in Cumberland, Maryland. All right, the person on the phone right now is a person that called last week. <laughs> I hung up on them because I thought that they were a troll, uh, and then they alerted us. They alerted us in the in the chat that they had just forgotten their question. So, caller, you're on the air. Let's try this again. What's going on? 
Hello, everybody. Um, hi, Brian. Hi, Twitch homies. So, um, I've been wondering, since Cody's not doing the TNT Championship Open Challenge, uh, do you think that it'll be a good idea for uh, Hikaru Shida to do an Open Challenge or for her Women's Championship? Because, you know, she's like, she had like, uh, what's it called? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches since her match at Double or Nothing. So I think it'll be a good idea for her to do an open challenge. Uh, thank you. Hey, thanks very much for the call. Look at look at that, everybody. I give everybody a second chance, and boy, did that guy deliver. An excellent question. However, yes, you could do that. You could have you could have a courtesy to do an open challenge. But what you could also do. So next week, it is Orange Cassidy against Mr. Brody Lee for the TNT title. I have no idea who's going to win. Granted, Brody Lee won the title a while ago. And quite frankly, I mean, Cody should get his revenge in some way. But maybe Cody's going to get his revenge, but they don't want Cody to win the title back. Maybe, maybe Cody could cost Brody Lee the match and Orange Cassidy could win the title. I don't know what's going on. I know that they're doing a lot with Orange Cassidy he got two big wins over Chris Jericho. The question was, what do you do with Orange Cassidy next? Well, he's got a shot at the, the, the TNT title. So what you could do is Orange Cassidy wins the TNT championship. And then he does the whatever challenge. Every week he just comes out and says, whatever, whoever. That's the challenge. Somebody comes out, whoever, whatever. And he defends the title. So he's doing the open challenge every week. The whatever challenge. Weak thumbs up. What do you think about that? Sounds like the Mike Sempervivi Wrestling Observer Live Challenge taking place every single damn day on this show. But uh, to take it back to Sheeta uh, for a moment, his original question, I think if you don't have a clear plan for her and there's some women that you could bring in, you know, obviously in a fantasy world, Mako Satomura, but there are people that you could bring in until you have something solid for her. I don't think it's the worst idea in the world because you're not doing that with the TV title right now. Cody was more of an Arn Anderson type of, of champion. Brody Lee is going to be more, you know, storyline involved. I, I think I have a feeling with his championship reign, uh, it's not going to be, you know, the, the person of the day that, that Cody was doing. Um, so there, I think there is a, a possibility that you could do something like that. Although it looks like Thunder Rosa is sticking around Sheeta going out there, saving her from the attack uh, from Diamante and, uh, Ivelisse and handing her back the NWA championship. You know, maybe there's going to be a little bit more to that. So we'll kind of have to see going forward, but I like that idea. If you're a world champion, Obviously, you want your people, especially, you know, your most important people, your world champion, your heavyweight champion, involved in a major storyline, obviously. But they're still a world champion, and you're still treating this with some sport to it. So there are people from everywhere that have their eyes on you. That's the whole point of being a champion is either there's extra money involved. There's extra effort you have to put in. It's hard to stay on top. You always have a target on your back. All of those old pro wrestling things, you know, they still exist today, even if people have no idea of what they're watching. This person here says, Baby faces getting their due, happy ending, heels getting foiled in the end. What a novel concept. That was professional wrestling done right. The parking lot fight payoff. It is why we love AEW. This person says, My favorite match from either show last night was Hangman Page versus Frankie Kazarian. 
So good. Tons of near falls, great action. If you remember, Kazarian also had a great match with John Moxley a few months ago. He's underrated in my opinion. I would love to see him as a regular in the singles division. Yes, Kazarian is great. He's been great for a decade now. Plus, somebody's going to find a tape, you know, 30 years from now from Frankie Kazarian watching and go, you know, it's a best of and go, why was this guy not Hall of Famer? I mean, you know, his suicide and impact, how long ago was that? I mean, the guy has been so good for so long. And that was the kind of match, again, a throwback feels type of match uh, to have those guys going out there. Just a good you know, not a whole lot of backstory behind it. Just two good workers, one really good worker going out there and having a really, really good match with Kenny Omega being a, a D-bag on commentary and him playing the role of like, man, I was going to go out there. That's usually when I'd make that save for him and, and playing him out. I thought that actually came across fantastic as well, too. Uh, so it was, again, it was really both shows last night. They really should. Hopefully they're both rewarded next week because they both move things forward really well. Alrighty, let's go to the phones. Here on the air, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Brian? How you guys doing? Excellent. Hey, so I actually had a question about the Dark Order. Now, I know I'm a younger, so I kind of came in like after the NWO and all that, and I know, and I kind of understand like the problems that they had with them becoming so big. But do you think like with the advantages of social media? And like how they've tied in, like anybody could be a member of the Dark Order and all that, that their ceiling is a lot bigger than that of like an NWO. And what do you think that they could do? Like, do you think they can keep it fresh for a lot longer? I guess. And then, um, the last second question is not a troll question, by the way, is, um, like David Arquette talked about possibly doing like a one off thing in AEW or that there's a possibility. Like, do you think that that would be like a good, like, homage to like him doing, uh, you know, giving back to the wrestling community? And, like, would you like to want to see that, I guess? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, you should watch David Arquette's new documentary. I mean, he has given back to the wrestling business over the last several years. He practically, it's no joke, almost gave his life for the wrestling business. He's getting sliced ear to ear. But the first question, I mean, the Dark Order and the NWO, I mean, we're talking two totally different things right here. The NWO was basically an invasion angle, and... With much bigger stars. And then they added Hulk Hogan, and, I mean, it was off to the races. Now, the problem with the NWO was it's basic pro wrestling. They were bad guys. They ran roughshod. And the end of the story is they need to be vanquished by World Championship Wrestling. World Championship Wrestling needs to prove their superiority. You know what's ironic? I was just thinking about this. So I'm watching, I'm watching the WCW Invasion. From 2001. Okay? So, we'll just call the NWO, for purposes of this discussion, the WWF invasion. Okay? So we'll say that the NWO coming in was the WWF invasion, even though they tried very hard not to do that because they would have been sued like crazy. But we had a WWF invasion of WCW. And then later, we had the WCW invasion of WWF. Right? Okay. They both ended up disasters. And the reason for that is the NWO, the WWF invasion of WCW, there never was a payoff. They should have come in, run roughshod, added members, been superior, and you build to the big blow-off, and WCW wins. They're the heroes, and everything is great. What happened was they came in, they ran roughshod, they convinced fans that WCW sucked, 
WCW never won. They just sucked for like six years, and then they went out of business sucking. That's the story of the NWO, part of it. With WWF, the invaders came in, and within like a week or two, I mean, they had no credibility whatsoever. So it was like one group never beat them. They were just dominant until the company died. And then the other group, they never let them be dominant. And so the thing never took off, and the invasion died at Survivor Series after it debuted, like, in June. July, August, four months it lasted. They got four months out of that WCW invasion. The other company, the NWO, just ran wild for six years, convinced everyone the promotion sucked, the booking was horrible, so it did suck, and they went out of business. The Dark Order resembles none of these things. It's just a faction in AEW... Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose, and everything's cool. Now, there's a great pro wrestling tradition. Screw up a storyline of an invasion angle of, of contracts or a company that you own. That has almost always been the case. I don't know if New Japan UWF was a, uh, was, was a better example of, of things working out a little bit better, but UWF with the NWA and Dusty Rhodes, I mean, a lot of those same exact things happened again in 2001 uh with wwf and, and wcw and i mean we see it with wwf now or wwe now how many groups have come in and for whatever reason and for whatever the reasoning is you know john cena doesn't want to look bad against nexus whatever the hell it is it's like when have they had a group that's come in and actually been able to sustain any power. Who, what was the other Nexus called that uh, that Darewolf was in for a while with, with Heath Slater and everybody else? It wasn't Nexus. It was the offshoot group. What was that called? Dude, I got no idea. I remember Nexus. Yeah, I mean, so there was the, the secondary group that that, that that was formed that didn't go anywhere. Retribution. Hold I mean, on. What we'll was that, Dom? The core with two R's. Thank you, Dom. Dom. That's why he's Damn, the Dom. greatest producer. The absolute greatest producer. Fine job, sir. But, uh, I mean, retribution, it's all why you can't have any faith in what they're doing with them. I mean, they're already being positioned as not a main event act. They're not coming anywhere near Roman Reigns and, and Paul Heyman, I don't think, unless they're all going to get Superman punched and laid out. You know, so they're not even probably they're not even going to be on on SmackDown. They're going to be Raw exclusive, which already kind of dampens them as far as their credibility goes. As these rebels coming in to wreck shop on the company, what you don't want to show up at the company on Wednesdays and Fridays only on Mondays. So you know they've never been able to maintain this stuff with these groups unless it's I mean what DX? What's the last time there's been a powerhouse group in WWE? This person says they're not doing November Takeover because of Survivor Series. What? If that's true, can you explain this to me? Because we've always done Saturday-Sunday. We just did it for SummerSlam. How come they can't do Saturday-Sunday for Survivor Series? What's going on where they can't do Saturday night before Survivor Series? Maybe the Young Bucks can... The fine can pay to get Trent's blood out of her car seats. That's a $10,000 fine. I mean, they could do a lot of work on that car for ten grand. Who Does anybody have more fun at their job than Tony Schiavone? Not many people. He just much. seems to be amazed over every at the end where he's just laughing not up, but like he, <laughs> she's hugging her bloody son. Like he just gets the seemingly the most enjoyment out of everything that he is seeing. But yeah, that was and people were grossed out by that. That's that man's mom. You know, of course she's going to give her son a hug. I'm just happy she didn't kiss any of the wounds or any of that sort of stuff. That was brutal, and that was 
it turned out, since nobody died, it turned out pretty good. But that's, I just always remember that junkyard match that they had in WCW where so many guys got hurt. And I know they've done this concept a million times since then. You know, John Cena and I think Batista did it or Cena did it with somebody. But still, there's a lot of variables in place there and somebody could have been hurt pretty bad. Bert says, a problem with Jurassic Express as well as a lot of the upper mid-card in AEW is most of their wins are coming on dark. Only a small portion of the audience actually sees those wins. Actually, I went out of my way when I read their win-loss record. I only read stuff from Dynamite. I don't think I read one thing from Dark. They are, in fact, winning on television. But, let's see. This person here says, everyone's talking about Will Hobbs. Stop talking about these Twitch geeks. Talk about Will Hobbs, this person says. This person says, AEW has done a better job pushing Will Hobbs than WWE has done with Keith Lee. Well, find out next week. (laughs) You may be right. Slow down now. How come you don't wrestle in local promotions, Brian? Because I retired. Done. Hear me? I'm done. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Retire? You're putting a retirement. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. 
They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. A couple of notes, particularly those of you listening to the mightier 1090 AM, you might not know this. I've written a number of books, bestsellers, award winners. In fact, both of them award winners. Death of WCW, as well as 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. All these available on Amazon.com. There's links up on my Twitter right now, at Brian Alvarez. The Death of WCW audiobook, if you get an Audible free trial, you get two books for free when you trial out Audible. So you can get Death of WCW absolutely 100% free. Just do the Audible free trial. It costs you nothing. They give you two books. Choose Death of WCW, and away you go. You can listen to me reading the book to you over 18 hours absolutely free. Who could want? I mean, who could want more? And then, of course, 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. Four and a half stars, 86 reviews. Check it out right there on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez. And apparently, if Mike wakes up over there, you got something you can plug for this weekend. Hello? Yeah? Are you done with your rants over your old-ass I can keep yet? going. I got new it stuff It came out happening. last year. Filthy Tom Lawler and I, Saturday night, Twitch homies, Semper Filthy Show. It's back, post-UFC Fight Night 178, Colby Covington, Tyrone Woodley, Donald Cerrone, Chimaev knocked out two guys in 10 days in July. He's back, so it's going to be a fun show. And get Filthy now while you can. He's going to be booked almost every single weekend with wrestling coming back. Check out Filthy Night Saturday night for the Twitch. That's actually a huge UFC show on ESPN Plus exclusively. Not on ESPN, not on pay-per-view, not on cable. ESPN Plus. Right at time. I want to thank you all for listening. Twitch homies, Mightier 1090, Sports Byline, American Forces Network. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.